Welcome to Trinity. We're a church family learning how to follow Jesus in the city of Nottingham. Our vision is to see the church on fire and the city alive. Good morning, everyone. We have two readings this morning. The first one is taken from Isaiah chapter 35, verses 1 to the end. And the second one, Isaiah 54, verses 2 to 4. The desert and the parched land will be glad. The wilderness will rejoice and blossom. Like the crocus, it will burst into bloom. It will rejoice greatly and shout for joy. The glory of Lebanon will be given to it the splendor of Carmel and Sharon. They will see the glory of the Lord, the splendor of our God. Strengthen the feeble hands, steady the knees that give way. Say to those with fearful hearts, be strong, do not fear, your God will come. He will come with vengeance, with divine retribution. He will come to save you. Then will the eyes of the blind be opened and the ears of the deaf unstopped. Then will the lame leap like a deer and the mute tongue shout for joy. Water will gush forth in the wilderness and streams in the desert. The burning sand will become a pool and the thirsty ground bubbling springs in the haunts where jackals once lay. Grass and reeds and papyrus will grow. And a highway will be there. It will be called the way of holiness. It will be for those who walk on that way. The unclean will not journey on it. Wicked fools will not go about on it. No lion will be there, nor any ravenous beast. They will not be found there. But only the redeemed will walk there and those the Lord has rescued will return. They will enter Zion with singing. Everlasting joy will crown their heads. Gladness and joy will overtake them, and sorrow and sighing will flee away. And then Isaiah chapter 54, verses 2 to 4. Enlarge the place of your tent, Stretch your curtains wide. Do not hold back. Lengthen your cords. Strengthen your stakes. For you will spread out to the right and to the left. Your descendants will dispossess nations and settle in their desolate cities. Do not be afraid. You will not be put to shame. Do not fear disgrace. You will not be humiliated. This is the word of the Lord. Sabra, thank you. So it's an exciting morning. Thank you. In many ways, and uh, we're going to continue really this morning with that theme of generosity. Um, One of the things that Jesus says is that the kingdom of God isn't like the kingdoms of the world. And it's particularly the case, I think, when it comes to 
you like the economy of the kingdom? Um, see, in the economy of the kingdom, um, it's more blessed to give than it is to receive. And it's actually by giving, in the economy of the kingdom, you grow by giving. You don't grow by hoarding, you grow by giving. And uh, that's partly why we, every week, have a giving liturgy, because we actually want to grow. We want to continue to grow with God until we see him face to face. And, um, and I th- I'm, my view is that we continue to grow in heaven. I think, I think it's a period of eternal growth in God as we see more and more and more of him. We can never completely explore just the wonders of who he is. And that's our dream, to continue to grow. And, and we want to do that as individuals. That's partly uh, why we gather every week. But also, we want to grow as a church. And I think this particularly today is a really seminal moment for us as a church. This is a moment for Trinity Church of very, very significant growth because we're about to give today. Uh, and that's a powerful thing. It's a powerful thing. And we're going to give uh, some, we're going to give, and in the kingdom, here's, here's how it works. You give the first and the best. That's how it was in the Old Testament. You know, they took the tithe, the first tenth of everything that was given, and you didn't. So what you didn't do was wait till the end of the month and see if there was anything left and then just give kind of, you know, the fag ends of the harvest, so to speak. I don't know if they had cigarettes in the Old Testament, did they? <laughs> Vapes, I'm not sure. You gave the first and the best. And it's also that way in the kingdom. We give, we give our best away. And in the kingdom, it counts if it costs. It counts if it costs. And this is a costly morning for us because we're going to be giving a significant gift away uh, for the sake of the kingdom. And we're going to be doing that by planting a church. So I'm really delighted uh, this morning to say that this is a, a morning where we're going to focus on um, what God has led us in uh, partnership with our diocese to do at St. Saviour's in the Meadow. So would you warmly welcome John and Joe Lees Robinson. So what we're going to do, and I'm telling you this so I remember because I'm on four hours sleep for reasons that I'll tell you another time. So I'm going to sketch out what we're going to do. Uh, so that we all know, and, um, and then we'll do it, and then at the end you can tell me how good it was, all right? So we're going to interview these guys, so just a little extended interview. We're going to hear about what they've, what they've caught as they've been in this place over the last few years, and then we're going to see what the vision, what the thing is that God has put in their hearts for the church, for, for St. Saviour's in the Meadows, not just for St. Saviour's, but for the, for the area. What, what is God speaking about? And then we're going to ask how we can be praying for them, and specifically how we can continue to support them. We're then going to ask anyone, I'm giving you fair warning here, if you are thinking that this, you're going, and you are, you are part of this uh, generosity thing, you want to be part of what's happening in the meadows, then we're going to call you forward, and we are going to uh, pray over you, and we're going to prophesy over you. And then we've got a piece of liturgy, and we're going to speak that over you. And then we've got a particular Trinity liturgy. I'm going to keep that one back because that's a little Trinity. Little little surprise for you there. Um, and then we're going to worship together in response, okay? What was that? Crowd surf. Yeah, Joe loves a crowd surf. She loves a crowd surf. And, and in case you were wondering, I'm using irony there. She, she hates it. 
Okay, so why don't we begin with either one of you. You can determine who would like to answer this one. But you've been here for a while now, five, six years, something, in, seven years, exactly. Time flies, isn't it? <laughs> when you're having fun. <laughs> seven years. So what, what would you say some of the key things that, that you've learned, that God has taught you, that God has put in you over this, over this last uh, seven years? Yeah, I mean... <laughs> How do you sum up seven years? It's, um, it, has, it has been a, a season for us, an extended season of, of learning a new way, I think. Um, learning a new way of... We were, we were just about to sort of step into leadership when we came here. I actually came here as an intern, an old intern, I have to say. I was definitely the oldest. Um, but I came here um, sort of knowing that I was heading into church leadership. And, you know, I'd, I'd been in that world all my life, honestly. It wasn't something new to me. Um, but I'd seen it in a certain way, and I'd experienced it in a certain way. And um, I came here, and I, I think when I was reflecting, you know, on on what sort of wh- where were the pivotal moments? I, I remember being downstairs. For those of you who remember way back when we were downstairs um, under here, where the kids are now, and I remember Amy sharing um, a word that she shared uh, many times since then, um, but the f- sharing it for the first time about God raising up a weak army. And I, it was such a, a powerful image for me because it hit something deep in me um, that really was about, uh, I guess, pull it stripping back all that I'd, I'd sort of, I'd believed about what it meant for me to be a leader um, because I didn't really believe that I was good enough to do it. And um, it was always such a heavy weight for me. It was such a heavy burden of, you know, like, I, I want to see all these things. I have so, such a desire to see God move in this nation and, and yet I had no idea what part I could play in it. And um, I think part of what God has done over this, over this season of seven years is just slowly but surely loosen my grip on what I could do in my own strength. And I, I think, um, you know, we, we band around the word surrender in this church all the time because it is, it's kind of become a, a central word to, to our culture here. But that's honestly what it's been. It's been a journey of, of learning to get on my knees like a, a weak soldier who doesn't, he doesn't know, doesn't really know what they've got in their hands to give, but is willing to do it anyway because I just love Jesus and I trust him. I trust his presence in and through me. And I think part of what we've learned to do here is to say that that's enough. That's enough for God to do a mighty, mighty work through, in and through us. So part of, um, part of that journey, I think, for us has been saying yes when we've, we've no idea how we were going to do any of it. Mm. Um, you know, many of you have seen, seen us sort of minister in different ways through this church. I mean, honestly, there has never been a time where I've thought, yeah, I know what I'm doing. I'll do that. That's <laughs> fine. Like, w- that is just what it's like to, to learn under Johnny and Amy and in this culture because, because that's, what, that, that's the wholehearted way of leading here. It's leading with, with all of yourself and not holding anything back to God and saying, okay, well, this tiny bit that I can see is yours. Um, and that, so that's, what it's, that's how it's marked us, I think, um, to, do, to do it differently. And actually, the relief that came over me in that moment when Amy shared that word and has continued to come over me as I've reflected on it in different ways over the past seven years is, oh, it's not on me. It's not on me. I don't need to be crushed by the weight of this responsibility. It's on God and he will do it if we just say yes to him. Mm. So I think that probably is a, a big picture version of, of what the past seven years have been like for me. Thanks, Joe. Well put. John, would you, would you add anything? 
I'd, pro- I'd just add that I think I came in a slightly different place to Joe, whereas Joe actually had humility when she started and could acknowledge that she couldn't do it. I was the other way. I was like, I've got skills. I know. I've been you around church. You you I can do stuff. Um, but I think what I was actually coming with was a huge amount of disappointment. Like I, I tried and tried to cultivate the outer appearance and, oh, I can, I can figure out the techniques and then that will bring the fruit. And not seen any fruit and just been so brokenhearted. And I think I was really cold towards church. I, like, I, and I, when I think back now, like my relationship with God, I was like, oh, yeah, I know the Bible. But I wasn't actually reading it regularly. You know, like, there was no, like, it was just in me. But then actually what God has done is soften me time and time again and said, Actually, John, you're not all that in a bag of potato chips. Like, you, 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 you can't do it. And every time you try and you try to do it in your own strength, you're just like, it's like a jars. It just, it doesn't work. The fruit doesn't come. But actually then realizing that when you do it God's way, when you will embrace going low, being humble, saying, actually, there is no way we can do this in our own strength. Mm. Actually, then the fruit is incredible. And I think the gift of this place has been the transformation of heart to address the areas of pain and disappointment, but then also seeing God move. And honestly, and seeing a move, you're like, you're ruined for anything else. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, there's no point doing it any other way because you just want to see him move. Um, and who cares what the outer appearance looks like? Mm-hmm. I mean, it gets, it gets cold out anyway, so you might as well just be honest from the beginning. <laughs> True story. So, you've, you've had, you chose the reading this morning. It's obviously a, a reading with significant elements of hope. It, it's interesting to me, I mean, our, we first met, didn't we, at 200 degrees? Our, our fathers have known each other for a long time, and I think our fathers uh, put us together for a coffee date in 200 degrees, and we sat and talked, and um, you were actually coming to Trinity from St. Saviour's in the Meadows. You've been there, maybe... But just before that, hadn't you? And I remember visiting you in the meadows when you were living there previously. Obviously, you're now there again. So there's, there's something of kind of a circularity to this story, and it feels um, really apt. As you think about what's to come, as you think about Isaiah, uh, the, the text that you've had read, what is in your hearts? What is good God placed in your hearts uh, ahead? What do you feel that he's, he's leading you and the church into. Yeah, it's funny you mentioned that because I, I, I remember that, um, that first meeting that we had and I basically took, took my notebook to this coffee um, with Johnny really to quiz him on his church strategy. <laughs> I, was like, I was asking all the questions, how do we see a move of God in this city? How do we actually see God break in in the kind of way that we need to um, to, to see people come to know him. And I, I, I kind of heard about Johnny and Amy, and I, mainly from my dad, and him pestering me to go and speak to them. And I, I'd, I wasn't really sure what we were looking for, but I, I left that coffee, honestly. I, I left the, um, walked past the train station after that, rang John, and I was just crying because something of what Johnny, I, I guess, I think quite a few people start their relationship with Trinity with coffee with Johnny and um, <laughs> sort of like grilling him um, and he wouldn't kind of be grilled he wouldn't he wouldn't sort of give me a strategy but what he did was cut into my heart and um, 
envision me for a different way. And um, it's part of why we chose Isaiah 54. And we've spoke about it before because what it means for us, um, I don't want to say, you're going to say this, so I'm, I'm still, sorry, I'm stealing. Um, what it means for us um, to, to plant or to replant St. Saviour's, just to say, St. Saviour's has been there for 160 years. So it's done a lot more than just me and John are going to um, lead in. Um, but what I'm, um, I forgot my train of thought now, what was I saying? Oh yeah, what, what, we're, um, what we're doing is not leaving this place. We are going from this place and we are enlarging this tent. That feels really important to us because part of what God has done, honestly, is, is plucked us out of a place where we weren't thriving and we weren't seeing the fruit that we knew God had um, in that place. And, and we know his heart. We know his heart. It never, the meadows never left us. The south of the city never left our hearts. It, we moved around the city after that, but it never left us because we knew that God had a plan and a purpose for it. He just wanted to show us a different way of following him there. And that's why we're going back. We're going back to enlarge this place and to see his kingdom extend in that part of the city. And as Johnny said earlier, the only way that that happens is through the local church. So we want to take a whole load of the presence of God that we've experienced here. We want to see that erupt in the meadows. And we don't think they deserve just the dregs, just the the fag ends, as Johnny said. We think they deserve the best Now, whether we're that, you can decide, but we do know that there's some amazing people who've been flogging their donkey there, honestly, who've been trying really hard to bring the kingdom there, but we want to bolster that with a whole load of amazing people who have been grown and nurtured here too, and who can bless um, with with the Spirit, with the presence of God, um, and ultimately that people can come to know him on the streets of the south of the city as well as here. So that's what we want to see. But you go too. <laughs> no, the only thing that I would say, it, like, uh, just to reiterate, like, we do not feel like we are leaving. We feel like we're going. And it, like, we have been sat in the last you know, few weeks hearing this vision series. Like, I don't think I've ever been more bought in. Like, I don't think my heart has ever been so in. And yet we are extending the corners of this tent. And it... Honestly, there's something I was thinking this morning as we were praying, like the exciting thing about that is that for every single person in this room, whether you are going to be, you know, gathering next Sunday at St. Saviour's or here, you're all coming with us. Mm-hmm. Like right. your heart, like we have been carried by your heart and your prayers. Like those of you who know the journey of the last six months, we have been picked up by your prayers. You, the messages that you, some of the people in this room have sent, Honestly, they have they've set fire to our heart. Yeah. I feel like we're going as family. And that's the only way that we would ever go is to go as family. Amen. And some of us think what God is doing in that um is is a deep kind of unity, I think, that mm. God is forming that I don't think we quite, a lot, I, don't, I don't think I've seen it. I, I don't want to speak for everyone in the room, but I think often when we think of church plants, if you've been around church for long enough to have seen one through or whatever, it, it can feel a bit like, you know, oh, we're just sort of throwing you off out into the, you know, the, 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 that other place that will more kind of, you know, send some people and some money and it's great and we're cheering you on, da, da, da. But I know, I know that, I mean, I just sitting with Johnny and Amy for obviously a long time and others, um, 
I think what we are seeing God, God is moving in all sorts of different churches across this nation. I've got no doubt about that. But God has called us to this this move, (laughs) what he's doing here. And um, I'm convinced that there is something very unique that God is stirring in the sort of waters of Nottingham, um, in and through this family. Um, I think we've, we've started to see it in Wilford. We're starting to see it in Lady Bay. We're obviously starting to see it in the meadows. There's something unique that God is, is doing. And I'm just so grateful. I'm just so filled with gratitude for that kind of a unity that, that bears fruit. Because that is, that is what it truly means, as Johnny's saying, for it to cost us something, for, for your hearts to be broken. Even if you're physically staying here, which most of you will be, and we're glad about that, by the way, because we love this place. And we would absolutely, if you've just come, if you've just joined this church, Johnny hasn't asked me to say this, but if you've just joined this church, can I just encourage you to give it absolutely everything. Give God everything whilst you are here, because this is going to be a significant sending place for this nation and for for the nations. So give it everything. If you're here and you've just shown up and you're like, who is this? Who are these people going? I don't know what's going on here. Please, please give it everything, because what happens here is a furnace for so much more than just this place. This isn't just any old place that you've rocked up to. God is doing a move, and we're just sort of going first, or second, or third, I don't know. But there is something significant that he's doing here, and I'd really encourage you to give it everything in whatever way God is asking you to do right now. I've lost my track, but that's That's good. It's unity. Amazing. Thank you. So just before, just before we get any and all of the team who are, who are going to be going and, and becoming, uh, not leaving, but going, I, think I, like, I like that. I got that the right way around, did I? Excellent. Um, just briefly, how, what are some of the things that right now we can be praying for? Because they're going to be different things at different times, but right now, how can we be praying for you? We've got some building projects going on, which is very exciting. Um, but there is, there's a lot to do. Um, there's a lot of renovation to do. Um, and it is, there's a lot of making space. And so prayers for that work, prayers that it goes smoothly, prayers that when we discover things like gas pipes, which we have done this week, that, you know, we're, somebody in the room who knows what to do with gas pipes happens to be in the room. Um, that would be great. And then, honestly, like, I think prayer, we've been thinking a lot around the early sort of chapters of Joshua and I think prayers for us, but prayers for our entire team of strength and courage. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think that there's any person on our team who is stepping into this thinking, oh, I've got this. You know, at every single person, there is this step of faith. And I think that, honestly, the courage to step in with a whole heart is what is needed in this team. Um, and honestly, strength and endurance like it's that but that kind of that strength that comes from being weak like that strength that is the strength that comes on your knees um so yeah building project strength and courage i think i just add um pray for our conversations on the streets it feels like um there's a particular momentum at the moment just every time we go out there's just conversation after conversation so much openness far more than i remember before so much openness i think there is just a real hunger for god on the streets so pray for um, those conversations that i'm sure all of our team will have um you know right across the spectrum you know i, I was literally um talking to one person um for half an hour the other day who's an incredible artist in our city just sort of met on the street 
Um, and then another person who is, you know, is caring for four different family members, um, all sorts of different stuff going on, real spectrum of society, you know, melting pot in this sort of part of the city. So please do um, pray for those conversations that they bear fruit. Quickly. Just really briefly, Joe, just before we close, just share the story of the, the, when you were at the play park with Levi, I think. Yeah, yeah. Um, just after we moved in, into our house, now, um, we were sort of orientating ourselves with, the, we've got an 18-month and a um, four-year-old, so play parks are our life, um, and we'd left a, a really beautiful one. It was actually one of the hardest things to leave, it was the park that we left. So we were frequenting our sort of new one, I was trying to get the boys used, used to it, and um, it's just around the corner, and it, it, it's a fairly basic play park, and me and Levi went, and um, we went in there, and it was really quiet, like, you know exactly how play parks shouldn't be, you know, when everything's just a bit, the kids there, but really quiet, really sort of um, withdrawn kids. And um, I just sort of, Levi's a very fun, loud baby, so I just led into that, and um, we just started singing in, this, um, in the park and started, you know, being silly and making noise. And um, slowly but surely, people from, like, the kind of park is surrounded by, like, how big high houses. Um, slowly but surely, people started coming out into the park, and it, before I knew it, I kind of looked up and I was like, gosh, there must be about 40 kids here. Like, real kind of, like, swarm of children um, just sort of orbiting around us. Um, and it, it just, I was just praying, and you know, as you do, and I, I was just sort of asking the Spirit to flood this area because it, it you know, it just had lost some joy, I think. And um, I just sort of saw it transform before my eyes. It wasn't, we weren't doing anything particularly special. I think mean, just being there. Just the presence of God being there started to waken children up, started to waken parents up. They put the phones away and started engaging with their kids, and we started having conversations, and people started looking up, which, you know, I think when you're kind of just trying to get through life, you just sort of look down, don't you? Like, what's the next thing I've got to do? Okay, put, give the snack, blah, 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 blah. But actually stepping into a, a living life to the full, <laughs> I guess, picture of um, what it means to, um, to be a, a child of God. Um, and I think some of what, just being there, just the presence and power of, um, the, of God in that place caused people to kind of look up again. Um, and that, that was just a special moment. <laughs> it you. says, um, I was just thinking about, um, just thinking about Psalm 65. And, and maybe if you're, if you're coming up, just get ready. Psalm 65 says, you crown the year with your bounty. Your wagon tracks overflow with richness. The pastures of the wilderness overflow. The hills gird themselves with joy. The meadows clothe themselves with flocks. The valleys deck themselves with grain. They shout and sing together for joy. I just think that's a prophetic picture of the meadows bursting forth in song. And we're just going to pray that over folks who are going to go with this. So would you come forward if that's you? Uh, And stand initially here uh, in this middle spot. And, uh, and then we'll, 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 we're going to do something slightly different. We'll send you out. So just create a horde. Okay. Isn't this wonderful? Charlie and Steph have been part of the, the St. Saviors for many years, and some folks who've just only recently stepped foot in the building for the first time. I was having an amazing conversation with Tony on Wednesday night just about how God's speaking to him about being there and Richard as well. And I, I would love to go around every single person here 
and just ask for uh, detail on why. Uh, you're there because every one of you has a story that is, is particular and is, is spirit-breathed. So it's such an honor, honestly, to see this. And uh, it's a small thing, but just this uh, Tuesday we met as a PCC and a trustee group, and we're, we're going to be making a gift out of your generosity uh, to the church for £30,000 just to uh, help, I think, with some of the work that you've got to do in the place, which is really exciting. Um, but what I'd love us to do is if we could all stand, if we're able. And Mark had an idea, uh, which I thought was a good idea. Uh, and so I'm just, you know, giving him his, his due. If you guys could spread out a little. You've gathered in in order to be flung wide. Uh, just even, even down the aisles and around the place. And uh, we are, that's, that's you guys in the, in the seats, the congregation, just even push down, like down the aisles, that's it. Be expansive. Uh, stretch the tent pegs wide. On you go. That's it. And uh, we are going to pray over you, wherever we are. So if you're in the seats and somebody is close to you who was here in, just a minute ago, would you just gather around them? And uh, we're just going to, Amy's going to pray, I'm going to pray. And I'm just going to invite a couple of folks who are part of the, the family here. If you have a particular word of encouragement, a prophetic word, a scripture, or something like that, you want to speak over these guys. Just for a few moments, we're going to do that, okay? So, uh, guys, now's your cue. If you're in the team, you just begin to spread out a bit. Raise your hand so they know uh, that you're uh, ready to receive a blessing in prayer. And if you're in your seats out there and you want to come and gather around somebody because they didn't spread as far as you would have liked, uh, come around them. Lay hands on, bless what God is doing. Amy's going to pray, I'm going to pray, and then we'll just invite a few folk forward. Um, to come I'm just going to say something, actually. Um, just really quickly, when, we, when, I've been praying for, um, when I've been praying for the meadows um, and sending these guys out, um, a really strong image um, was, is in my mind, um, and it's this wave, um, it's this mighty wave that's coming at the top of the hill, and it's coming, and it's spreading onto the meadows, and then it's withdrawing, and then it's going, and then it's withdrawing, and then it's going. And I feel like this is a moment where when we're praying for these people, we are praying in this wave. That actually today is the beginning of the wave. And sure, they're going to be back and we're going to pray again. And then they're going to send off again. And when you get reminded of the meadows again, it's the wave sending them off a momentum. And so I just think, before we pray at all, let's just be still. And we're going to say, come Holy Spirit. This is only a work of God. Only He can do this. And so we are praying, come Holy Spirit, fuel every single person yes. on this team with your presence right now. It's the simple prayer right now. We're going to pray that. <laughs> 